On today's episode of Bet Bath & Beyond, Andy and Ian go over whether or not the world is flat. We talk about the NBA. We talk about the MLB. Go Dodgers. We also talk some underrated NFL news. Ian grades that news. And we wrap up with some NFT talk because, of course, we do. You're not going to want to miss it. Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heideman. And I sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports. .com. B3T Sports.com. It's, it's in the game. Uh, Andrew, before yeah. we do anything, before we announce our sponsors, before anything, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's that? If you had to guess who the two teams that were going to be playing in this year's NBA Finals, who would you guess those two teams would be? Based off of everything that's happened the last couple of days? Based off of everything, yep, and up until this point right now. I'm taking the Bucks and the Suns. Okay, okay. Now I, I gotta ride that. I gotta ride it now. The Suns swept. Yes, yes. The Suns did sweep. Okay, but I would like to go back. Let's go back in time for a second. Let's go back in time to our last episode, which aired on Friday, yep. and we were talking about the Nets and the Bucks, oh, and yeah. I said. Andrew and I said this is before Kyrie got hurt, which we'll get to. But and I said the Nets are going to the finals. There's nothing stopping them. Nothing stopping them. And you said, "What I did said, you say?" I, I said, "I give the Nets 95 percent chance to win it all." I said, "90 only 90 percent chance if the Suns sweep." And the Suns <laughs> swept. Um, but I also like that was also before like yeah Kyrie got hurt, but Giannis is also playing great ball. So after the Bucks. Won yesterday on Sunday night. The Bucks won to tie up the series two to two. Yep. You fucking have the balls, the cojones <laughs> to fucking slide into the B3T Sports Slack channel and say verbatim, I'm fucking telling y'all, Bucks, Suns, NBA Finals. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you okay. still you still act though, like that's that's not a popular take. Still, I mean, like, yeah, I know, like, what happened, but do you really think? Are you changing your opinion on Nets? Absolutely not. Nets are no, going of course. to win. And, and no, 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 no. nobody's. Nets are not going. Nets are not just going to the finals, Andrew. Nets are winning it all. Tomorrow, I'm not worried about the Bucks. Tomorrow's going to be really telling. I mean, like, it's just going to be KD out there. I mean, like, they'll have their supporting cast, but no Harden, no Kyrie. Like, if he wins it, I mean, like, which he should. He uh, people. There are people out there who say he is the best player in the world. Yeah, they do. They, I wouldn't say I'm one of them, but I, I would either. I would say he's top three. Yeah, I mean he's a killer. He is a bona fide shooter. Here's the thing, though. When you think about basketball in general, like I don't think of him as the world's best teammate. I mean, of course, everyone likes him on his team or on their team because he's he's a killer. You know, I mean, he's the Slim Reaper. But 
I mean, when I think like world's best teammate, he doesn't immediately pop into my head, right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say he's the world's best teammate. Um, yeah, game five tomorrow night. If you're listening to this uh, on Tuesday, it's tonight. Yep, on Tuesday. Brooklyn, That'll be tonight. Brooklyn Nets. Shut the fuck up. Brooklyn Nets right. to be without Kyrie Irving, James Harden for game five against Milwaukee Bucks. What the fuck did I mean, Kyrie even do? He suffered a sprained ankle. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Here's well, the deal, though. Pe- people are—I mean, people are going to treat the sprained ankle the same way they—they—they they, they treat a LeBron sprained ankle. They're like, just get out there, just get out there and do it. But like, uh, sprained ankles on athletes are so nutty. Like how, how they, how much they vary. I mean, think about uh, last year or not last year, two years ago when Saquon Barkley sprained his ankle, a high ankle sprain. They said four to ten weeks. He came back in three weeks, and like, this just dude's a freak. Right. But like every athlete's different. Those high ankle sprains can be so wonky. Plus, Kyrie has a history of uh, injury prone. He's injury yep, prone. Let's just say Earth is flat. <laughs> well, that's that's mentally injury prone. <laughs> He's physically and mentally injury prone. Have you uh, ever. Do you, do you, I want to ask Kyrie so bad, like, what's on the other side of the planet, like, on the other side of the disc? I'm actually glad that you brought that up because I've been listening to a podcast. It's actually with uh, PMT Commenter. Okay. P- PFT Commenter. Uh, he does a podcast with Arian Foster. I'm pretty sure it's a part of Barstool Sports. Let's just say it is. It's under that whole umbrella. <laughs> <clears throat> it's called Microdosing. And I'm not uh-huh. plugging them in any way. I've only, I think I've only listened to three episodes. One of them, I'm not actually, plugging them, but this, who, here's who's in it. This is when it's on. This is what it's called. Well, I'm just going to give credit where credit's due. I'm not going to just start talking about the fucking podcast without actually giving people Fuck a it. chance to go look it up, Andrew, so that they can listen for themselves. One of their episodes was on Alex Jones. And that was pretty good. But the, they do conspiracies, okay? It's a conspiracy spot podcast. Sure. One of them is focused solely around flat earth. And what do flat earthers, earthers actually believe, right? They believe, okay? And this <laughs> kind of, this kind of, okay, well, let me uh, be careful what I'm about to say because I do not want to be labeled a flat earther or a Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to bleep that. <laughs> I'll bleep. Uh, yeah, I'll bleep. I'll bleep that as yeah. well. <laughs> okay. It's been a while since I had to bleep something. But listen, I don't want to be labeled a bleeper or a flat earther. But after listening to the podcast, it kind of, okay, I can kind of see people believing it. Okay. At first, when I thought about flat earth, I thought it, it, flat earthers believed, obviously, it's just a slab of earth, right? And mm-hmm. you go to the end of the world and you just, I mean, like, what is it? Like, what, do they think that something's underneath of it? Do they think they just fall off into, like, the abyss? But here's what I think the majority of flat earthers believe, and this was covered in microdosing. They believe that Antarctica, okay, which, as we know, is a seven continent. That's above us. It's below us, right? There's the North Pole, yes. the South Pole. It's part of all. They think that Antarctica and the North Pole and the South Pole, they all surround us, and it creates a giant ice wall. And no one knows what's on the, I guess, on the outskirts of the world. It, okay. it reminded me a little bit of Game of Thrones. You know how they have the wall. Uh, 
the wall and then obviously they have the fucking yeah that fantasy tv show white walkers yes <laughs> reminds well, you of that a little if bit if you think about it andrew <laughs> if you think about it and i'm gonna be fuck it, i don't even care if i'm labeled a flat earther i believe the earth is round but if you think about it <laughs> i'm thinking about it if you think about it the solar system and all i mean it's so unknown it might as well be a fantasy show it might as well be That's like true i've I've black holes seen... what the fuck's a black hole what's i mean like we know that light can't escape well what else is like wormholes i've never actually seen saturn with my own eyes <laughs> i actually have through a telescope it's beautiful oh okay well you're, the you're rings, more scientist than, than the I rings just really pop uh but yeah i mean think about it there are so many weird fucking things that happen in our universe wormholes Does black Bigfoot holes exist Stop it, Andrew. I'm trying to be serious for a second. No, you're ex- not. That when they explained the flat earth and how we're surrounded by this ice wall, aka Antarctica, and no one really knows what the outer edges of the earth, I was like, okay, well, at least they're not as bleeped as I thought they were. Well, well I mean, think about it like this, too. I mean, you it can't be so ridiculous because then, like, it, nobody would follow it. But these things start off with somebody going, here's a pliable, possible type theory. And then somebody usually takes it and runs with it. And the guy originally is like, I'm not talking about that. That's ridiculous. That's your own shit. I'm talking about this. And then everyone else is like, I like what that guy's doing. But the other guy is screaming. So everyone's like, I got to go see what's going on over They're there. They're turning the like, freaking frogs gay. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It's just who can be louder and more ridiculous. And especially with like click culture today, it's just like. Yeah, whoever's so, the mean, loudest if, wins. Right. Well, so even if you think like the, the guy who had the original theory was like, I don't believe in it. But I guess if you have some sort of maybe evidence, I'm like. I get maybe how you got to that conclusion, but that dude over there, he's all I could think about. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get back to basketball. Um, I, I'm, I'm still taking the nets. Okay. So let's, let's, you got sure. the bucks. I've got the nets. Yeah, you think, the I, I think that it's, if they're going to do it, now is the time. Giannis is playing well and it's just KD. All right. Well, you've got Bucks Suns in the finals. I'm going to say, you know what, Andrew? I'm going to just yeah. say fuck you, and I'm going to say Nets Clippers in the finals. That's Ooh, my take. Really? Okay. That's my take. Nets one Clippers. Of us will be, one of us will be right. <laughs> Most likely, neither of us will be right because that's how it works. Would you? Will you be nervous if the Jazz win tonight? Uh, yeah, because that would mean they're one game away from <laughs> that. Yeah, the Clippers would be in a pretty big hole. It's not a yeah. hole they can't get out of. Playoff P, remember. They have well, playoff never P. Never forget. How can I forget? Never forget playoff P. So, I, But I would be worried. Yes, I would be worried. Uh, the Cubs are down 5-0 to the Mets right now. Okay, well, I actually was going to bring up baseball this time but you keep beating me to uh, oh. it you keep beating me to it i always because that's i'm a baseball guy now yeah you are a baseball guy uh we are still tied at the top of the division with the fucking brewers even though even though we fucking handed it we handed it to the fucking cardinals this last oh, yeah. series we let's see yes we did we fucking swept the cardinals the cardinals can fucking suck it okay so we swept the padres we swept the Cardinals. The Mets are good. Let's just be honest. The Mets are the, good. The Met, no, the Mets are good. They're leading their division as well. How is it? How, how are the fucking Dodgers? Uh, we're still one game back uh, yeah. from San Francisco. But 
Um, I was actually doing some research into playoff baseball and how that works. Um, how that works? Well, because I was interested in like if it's best of series or if it's the wild card games are best of one. Are you fucking kidding me? That's new. That's very That's new. That's new. Oh, well, it used uh, to be used to be a series. It's not super new. Like it's not new. Actually, I think it is. I think it's. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, because it was like a big thing. Yeah. Anyway, wild card, one game series, MLB. It was because like I like it. Honestly, I like it. I, no, I mean they feel that would feel more exciting. But man, like to be, a t- oh, I get it. it. They they added it in 2012, so it's not that old. Uh, so it's new, but not like brand new. I mean, I I, I understand what you're saying. Um. Okay. I so like here, it. I like it. it, it it's it, definitely more exciting. But man, to be a team that like just misses, like say you the reason you're not it, you're not in the playoffs or whatever your wild card is because you're half a game back. I know everyone's like win more games. Then what's like? Yeah, you play the whole fucking eight billion baseball games to get eliminated in one wild card game. That's sports, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I mean, sports. no, I. It's different. It's different than football, though. I mean, like baseball, you can play more games because it's not as taxing on the body. And I mean, like I don't. But if they're just trying because, to do, okay. But let's. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Just because it's less taxing on the body, does that mean that all of a sudden it has to be the sport that plays more games? It has no. to be the sport that plays seven games in a series to determine the winner. I feel like it, sports is a very fickle invention okay because we're always trying to make it fair right we're always trying to make the game fair for both parties but at the same time we also want the best team to win right and so and so but the beauty of sports is that anybody can win and the underdog story is such a huge part of this but at the same time it's a balancing act football is beautiful because it's always one game and it can't be more than one game because I mean, people are fucking hurling themselves at each other and it would just be too much, okay? I understand basketball, hockey, baseball. They do series out of seven. I kind of like the one-game series. I'll be completely honest with you. I like when the stakes are very high because, Andrew, what's the best part of a playoff with those three sports that I mentioned? It's game seven. Game seven is always the most exciting because that's when the series is on the line. Anybody can win. Whoever wins takes home everything. I feel like I like single game eliminations in playoffs way more than series. Yes, series, it's there for a reason. I understand it. I, I get it. It makes sure that the better team has the best chance of winning. But at the same time, playoffs should be like fucking like... You go, you win, and you move on. You all lose I and you're to, done. All I have to say is, if the Dodgers lose in a wild card game, I'll be real pissed. Well, you know what? The Panthers will probably lose in a wild card game. This you year. know what though? That'd be a great improvement from the last two fucking years. <laughs> that sounded like uh, that sounded like a backhanded compliment, but really, yeah, it's, it's like, just a compliment. They'll make the playoffs, but a- you won't like it. <laughs> but it's actually just a compliment. I saw Sam Darnold on ESPN the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. He's on the Panthers <laughs> yeah, now. He's on the Panthers now. He's my boy now." I get, are you going to get like, okay, Andrew, let's say Darnold just really fucking lights it up, all right? I mean, just define lights it up because I've, I've already laid out like what he has to do in order for me to be, this is okay, and I would like to extend him. 
No, no, no. I'm saying he is in conversation for MVP. Okay. Yeah. This season. This season. Do you get his jersey? Do I get his jersey? No. Yes. If we sign him to an extension, maybe. Let's say he wins MVP. Yes. Next season, and then yes. his dog shit the rest of I, his career. I would take that. I would take that jersey, <laughs> and I fucking wear it. It's history at that point. I would maybe get him to sign it somehow. I don't know how yet, but I'd maybe get him to sign it. I'd find his house. What if he wins MVP and then goes to the Super Bowl, but then loses in the Super Bowl and then is shit for the rest of his career? Mm, depends how he loses the Super Bowl. Really <laughs> There's a does. fumble, and it seems like he could have gotten on that mm-hmm. ball, but just doesn't really give a hundred percent. And then that's loses. interesting. Do you think it'd be funny if Julian Edelman came out of retirement to throw a touchdown pass against the Ravens? I'm shut just the fuck curious. up, dude. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So uh, baseball's happening. Um, I'm very happy currently with the Dodgers again. Okay. okay. The differential is 91. I'm very, yes. Go Dodgers. Go the fucking Cubs. White Sox are lighting it up. Sox are good. Sox are good. And fun fact about the Chicago White Sox. Fuck fuck their fan base but they are also the most alcoholic of all the fan bases in the mlb is that a fact that is actually a fact supported by tickets like uh beer sales and stadiums yep oh my god arizona's on a 10 game losing streak yeah diamondbacks suck orioles suck (laughs) it's the same thing every time we fucking talk about it i know i know but honestly with so many games of baseball that has to be so demoralizing when you get to a point in the season because you're like i we can, we literally cannot win. Like no matter what we do, we could win. We're just out. going through the motions, right? And it's like, and I and I wonder what that's like for in football. Um, if you pay to go see the Jets and they're one and they're one in fifteen, right? And it's like it's final game of the season, and you show up. Like maybe they're not starting some starters, but it's still football. You're still gonna get to see it. Like if I feel like maybe some of these baseball games at the end of the year, like it's like. 12 0 13 14 15 0 like what the fuck i don't think so i don't think you, don't, you think these guys play all the way through i feel like i would imagine I, and this is coming from a guy who does not watch baseball this is my first season like actually keeping up 13 so, 14 15 0 is a very rare baseball is score. that, that even rare? if the I, diamondbacks and the orioles are playing <laughs> no th- that would be a fair game no no no. i'm saying even if they're playing the oh, best I, okay. so like let's say the fucking diamondbacks are playing the Rays, right? Rays are one of their top divisions. Right. Uh, 15 nothing, 14 Like, when you get double digits in a baseball game, first off, that's rare. You get double digits and the other team also scores a goose egg, even more rare. This is, sure. this is but like, I- baseball is a game where you lose by a couple runs, but the problem is, is when every game you lose by a couple runs, it just keeps adding up. Right. I just feel like at the end of a season for baseball, you've got to be so, like, mentally drained from just not being a good team oh for sure they check out too baseball players check out but they check i've watched baseball players check out in fucking outfield and they're on winning teams (laughs) but here's the beauty of those teams and i would know because the orioles have consistently sucked since i mean for a long time and i've been able to benefit towards the end of the seasons because ticket sales are super cheap they used to have five dollar student nights back in high school and you just fucking pay five bucks to get in and it's just a good time good thing to do on a friday night i mean seriously like no i I mean i'm glad the cubs are good but if the cubs were bad i'd still be going to games i would just be paying a lot yeah it, it would just be super cheap 
Yeah, the Baltimore mascot is garbage. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up. That's actually tight. The <laughs> Orioles tight. He looks dope. I don't know his name, but what is Dopey. the Oriole? <laughs> the Oriole bird. He's just the Oriole bird. That doesn't have a awful. name. I like that. No, no, no. I like that. He doesn't need it to have a name like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Well, that's the Ra- those are the three Raven mascots. Did you not know that? Edgar Allan Poe, just because he wrote the Raven? Yeah, well, that's why... R-A-V-E-N! <laughs> Wait, Andrew, you know that's why the Ravens are called the Ravens, because Edgar Allan Poe lived in Baltimore. He died in Baltimore. Yeah, he uh, bricked himself in on that house. <laughs> A cask of Amontillado! <laughs> oh, man, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm an educated man, all right? Yeah, clearly, clearly. <laughs> um, okay, we talked about football. Do you want to give us the bottom of the barrel NFL news? Yes, I would fucking love to. As long as you can actually let me do it. I was just joking. I don't want to hear Because you're just going to be like, Aaron Rodgers, uh, again, said that he's not reporting to minicamp. And uh, Jordan Love, like, just threw the ball around. And then Blake Bortles uh, also threw the ball around. A little uh, bit. A little bit. But... I, I got I got a couple of things. Nikhil Harry, Nikhil okay, Harry on, fighting on, for a no, don't say, spot. Don't, wait, wait, don't. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna grade him. I'm gonna I'm gonna grade him. I'm okay. gonna give it an A through F uh, of how interesting I think the bottom of the how interesting or how news. important there because that's different. I'll 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 factor both. Okay, okay. When when grading. So Nikhil Harry apparently is not just fighting for a starting spot. He's fighting for a roster spot in general. On the Patriots. C plus. Uh, Cam Newton. How? At, where was he drafted? Like when? Where? He was which drafted kind of high. First, I want to say he was a first or second round wide receiver. If that was, if he was a first rounder, I'm gonna change my grade to a B. Uh, let me check out here. Nikhil Harry but draft. If he was a second or third or above, uh, it still stays at a C plus. Um, he was. He was a first round pick. He was the number thirty two pick. That's like Brashad Perriman. We drafted Brashad in the first round, later in the first round, but in the first round. And still he got round. hurt. He got hurt, and he did nothing. He did nothing for us, and we let him go. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, first round pick. So, um, B. Da, da, da. Bill Belichick said that uh, Cam's injury wasn't serious, like his hand injury. He's back to practice. That's a, um, that's a D. That's a D. Here's an interesting one, though. Stephon Gilmore, uh, awesome cornerback for the Patriots. He says he wants a new contract, and he's been rehabbing his uh, quad since it got hurt last year, and he did not show up to mandatory minicamp. C+. Really? You think uh, he's an all-pro corner not showing up because of a contract dispute? I think that's pretty. That's a little bit better than C+. I think that if it gets closer to the season, I'll bump that up to a B+. Plus. But okay. right now, it's a yeah, C+. Plus. That's, fair. that's fair. It's only June. It's June 14th. Um, I can't wait to hear the grade on this one. Eagles have signed 49ers QB Nick Mullins <laughs> <laughs> to join the QB room with Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. Oh, man. What do I want this one? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say B minus. B minus? He's a third string. QB. Yeah, yeah. He's a third stringer. And the only reason why we're talking about him is because he started like two games last year. Yeah. I just thought B minus was kind of high. That's what I was. Oh, okay. Well, then, no, I'm keeping it as a B minus because you said uh, Flacco. Because there's Flacco. That's in that, true. I did mention that. Flacco. <laughs> so anytime you mention Flacco, anytime you mention an elite quarterback in your news uh-huh. updates, I, I mentioned Cam Newton. 
Anytime you mention an elite quarterback in your news updates, um, it'll bump it up a little. It's a way to, uh, to wait. Jam- Jamison Crowder took a pay cut to stay on the Jets. Apparently, like a fifty percent pay cut. Which I mean, I don't. It doesn't say here what he is. Yeah, but he's number, old. But he's old. He's not. He's fucking twenty eight. Okay, that's actually. I thought he was like thirty something. Everyone says that. Jason I know Crowder, why. Wait, I why don't is, know. <laughs> he's actually twenty seven. He's younger than me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you're old as fuck. I uh, am fuck. The fu- final bit here: Johnny Smith didn't finish uh, practice with a hamstring injury. It's early. It's June. It's whatever. That's a yeah. That's a C. Um, I'm moving the crowd grade to a B. All right, that's fair. if, they, if that's it really what, was a fifty percent pay cut, then yeah, that's a B. That's what we got for news. Overall grade for your segment, C plus. And you know what? That's sure. just a weighted average. That's just a weighted average. And honestly, get there's nothing degrees. really you can do. You just have to. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never heard that before? I have heard it. It's, it gets me every time. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I want to run a trade by you. Yeah. Hit me up. Everybody wants Stefan. A little Diggs. bit of digs. Everybody wants digs, except I got a trade yesterday. I'm not going to say from who. I know exactly who it was from, but hit me up. <sighs> Fine. I got a trade yesterday for Scary Terry. Ooh, okay. And it reminded me of you because you have famously wanted Scary Terry. I've, you just I've been on don't the Scary Terry train for two years. And so I started talking to this person, right? And they were offering, I am in need of a running back, okay? I Maybe. We're going to see. Because here's the thing. I think Chase Edmonds is going to be, I've, I've been hot. I've been you, so you bullish. You rolling the dice on him? I'm, I'm not even rolling the dice. I think I'm a bull. I, I, <laughs> I saw great things uh, last year, even though Kenyon Drink was the lead back. But I've been so bullish on Edmonds that I'm starting him. Not like not even worried about it. I do have Leonard Fournette. And playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. And I know that he's the backup, but I for some reason he's only 26, by the way. Playoff Lenny is only 26, which is I mean, I know he's a running back, and running backs don't have the longest mileage. That's still pretty young. Here one thing I will say about the backfield for Tampa Bay. I am not going to pay for any of those running backs. But if I am a person in a, in a, like a keeper league and they're super, super cheap or like a dynasty league and I've already got them, holding on to them unless you get a really good deal is, I think, beneficial unless you absolutely need the, the, the roster space because they play the run game similarly to how the 49ers do. Not in the style of run game, but in the way that any kind of guy, whoever they're playing that week, could pop off for 100 yards and a touchdown. Right. So it's like, it's really tough. Like, like Ronald Jones, I think, is talented, but they don't like to play him every down. And Leonard Fournette is is a good running back. Like, it's just he's in he a crowded is. backfield now. He so, like, it's backfield. really, if you wanted full value for Leonard Fournette, it would be very tough to, like, try to trade him, Right. Right. Um, and then I also have David Johnson. I don't know what a whole crapshoot. Yeah, I have no idea what the Texans are going to look like. They have six running backs like on the roster, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure he's the lead back. Uh, Yeah, I I, well, here's the thing. I think he is too. But let's they have seriously like six is an exaggeration. They do have four like like guys who like Rex Burkhead is on there. 
Um, they got David Johnson. They have uh, Philip Lindsay. Like they've got guys who can play the position. And let's just say that the not great guys siphon thirty carries each all season. That's almost a hundred fucking carries that David Johnson's not going to get. I know. I know. So it's like even if he's the lead guy, that sucks. Yes. So anyway, but I have Stephon Diggs and Scary Terry as my wide receiver one and wide receiver two. So I'm set, right? So yeah, that I, feels I, pretty good. That is good. I'm going to start both those guys every week, no matter what. Healthy. Dude, the Healthy. Washington football team is going to be good next year. I think so, too. But this is what this person was saying. He wanted Scary Terry, and he was going to give me Mike Davis. Go uh, yep, I know exactly who this is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <He's gonna give laughs> me, which he actually traded Mike Davis away in a future trade when our trade couldn't go through. Yes. But um, he wanted Scary Terry for Mike Davis and LaVisca Chenault. Yes. Okay. Now, Mike Davis is 28, 29 years old. Mm-hmm. He is the lead back in Atlanta right now yes, with he Todd Gurley gone. But yeah, he, absolutely. he's only on, I think he signed a two-year deal. And I think, I don't know, I, I he was good with the Panthers. You should he know. He was great with the Panthers. Okay. But be weary any running back that was going to get volume that Christian McCaffrey got, if they weren't good, then they were horrible running backs. <laughs> that's I mean, like true. that's I seriously, I don't want to knock Mike Davis. I'm very grateful for the way that he played for the Panthers. But if he got McCaffrey's volume and was bad, he would never would have played another down in the NFL ever. Right, I agree. So and Lavisca <laughs> Lavisca Chanel, I mean, he what looks like a young up and comer. Yeah, he's twenty two, super young. Uh, drafted in the second round. Obviously, now they have fucking uh, Trevor Lawrence. So they have a competent quarterback down in Jacksonville. Hopefully. DJ Chark, obviously, being the lead wide receiver. Who else? Who else is there? Uh, Tiene and uh, Robin uh, Robinson. Yeah, no, no but, but not the running back. I'm talking about like wide receivers. DJ oh. Chark, and there's someone else, and I can't find uh, Chris Connolly, maybe there? I actually don't remember who else is there. I know they've got um, – mm, I could find out really quick. I don't I'm know looking why. it up. I'm looking it up. Don't worry about it. I'm looking it up. I feel, like, my I feel like you're right, though. I feel like they have a third. It's my responsibility. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like a reliable guy who's like going right, to be a two right. or a three, like depending on the week. Exactly. So DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, and LaVisca Chenault. I declined. I declined. I didn't want Mike Davis because here's the thing. Wide receivers. Just scared. I f- I'm not scared. Not scared, just but nervous n- about like the production of what you could get from Davis. Okay. But let's just talk about my wide receiver one and wide receiver two. Stephon Diggs and Terry, Scary Terry are 26 and 27 respectfully. Respectively. Okay. Yes. They have so much mileage. Yeah. Absolutely. Potentially. Right. Because they're wide receivers and they're, at, you know, they're one of the they're elite wide receivers, right? Like you're going to start them typically week to week if they're healthy. Okay. Mike Davis is 28 has maybe one to two years left. And then that's it. I just can't trade someone who is such a cornerstone in my offense and has so much mileage for a white, for a running back that just isn't gonna, I mean, he's just not going to yeah. last. Well, he's not going to ex- last. You're an expansion team, too, so you really have to think about future. Because if you were in a win-now position, that trade might make sense for you. Because even right. if Mike Davis is only like two years left, you're like, if I get a, a reliable RB2, RB3 out of this guy, 
you know, like that's probably worth it. Um, this is why Dynasty is also so complicated and a lot of people don't want to put the time and effort into it. It's because you have to think about the future. Like if you really fuck up your team, you got two years of just sitting on your hands. <laughs> yeah, dude, it sucks. Being an yeah, expansion team. But it's so team, fun though. Yeah, expansion team is tough. Absolutely. It, but the first, the, last year was good. I, last year there was a significant improvement between year one and year two. Oh, yeah. But the I would first say for both year, expansion teams. Yeah, but for the first year of the expansion team, that was kind of rough. But also, and, like that, as commissioner, like the commissioner paid like your buy-in for the first year. No, listen, like, hey, look, hey, thank you, thank you. Yeah, look, no, I mean, hey, look, just, hopefully the meme. transition was a little bit easier. Verbal meme, I'm Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> like, yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much for paying the the commission fee or the buy-in fee for the expansion teams. I, okay, but going back to the trade, he mentioned that he might want Stephon Diggs. I want. I wanted a young running back that this person had, okay? And so I traded him. I, I proposed the trade. Stefan Diggs for Najee Harris. Yep. Chenault and Mike Davis. And they just declined? And they declined, but here's what they did. <laughs> and I didn't know this was a thing. They put the trade in an algorithm. It's called cut trade, trade keep. I knew it. And this person is using yeah. online tools, and I guess it's crowdsourced, so it's not even AI, but it's it's crowdsourced, and it's a it's a aggregate of all the crowdsourcing Correct. answers that give the grades. And the grade said no, like that's an uneven ha- trade. You- However, Najee Harris hasn't played a single down in the NFL, no, it, and it I've- gave. I've used it, that site. It uses uh, it, it. It there's a whole bunch of metrics that it uses. It's expected value as much as uh, what they get paid and like when they're drafted and what kind of offense they're on. It's it's seriously really cool shit. Do you not have you like not do you not use outside tools when doing fantasy stuff typically? No, I feel it from the gut. What are you talking about? That's so about? interesting. No, that, there are lots of people who do it the way that you do it. I just it's fun. I just when you said this and the way you're. I'm so not surprised. a data guy. I'm not a data. Guy. I don't <laughs> listen to the numbers. I don't listen to the data. I don't go for two okay i don't go for two actually i do go for we two, never punt but, it, but <laughs> i do go for two but it's because it's me i don't listen to some algorithm or some stanford kid up in the bleachers i make the calls interesting i, I use that stuff all the time i'm in like as of right now, by the way we need to talk about i have a problem i am currently in seven leagues and the year has not even started yet yeah, I saw you guys talk about another. Uh, I'm, I'm in a fucking three QB, three tight end, six flex. That league. sounds awful. That sounds. It's gonna awful. be so fucking fun to try to find the draft for it alone is gonna fry my brain. Okay, but listen, listen, Stephon Diggs was a top three receiver last year. Yeah, he's probably gonna be a top five receiver. I think it's safe to bet that he's top five, especially if he stays healthy that. and he's got Josh Allen. And, uh, I mean. Sh- Smokey John Brown left. They still have Cole Beasley, but he's going to be the guy, right? He's going to be the guy in Buffalo. This guy already has his running back one, Christian McCaffrey, and running back two, Joe Mixon, already locked up. He needs some wide receivers. I am shocked. I honestly am. I'm colored me shocked that he didn't want one of the top five receivers in the league, and he'd have to give up. I mean, his his most valuable thing was going to be Najee Harris who a, a running back who hasn't even played in the NFL yet that that guy is very analytical and I will tell you I offered him two weeks ago I offered him Saquon Barkley and Devontae Adams for Christian McCaffrey 
and Joe Mixon, seeing if I'd get a counter, and he just completely shut it down. <laughs> he like he's like, nope. I just he's like, I can't even deal with trying to trade Chris McCaffrey. He's like, I, he's like, I will ride him until he dies. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, Christian McCaffrey when he's healthy a freak. is number one. He's a one. freak. Yeah, but. he's number one. Uh, but I was I was shocked. I mean, I I hope Najee Harris sucks. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> I hope Najee now, Harris sucks fucking ball sack, and the Steelers are left. Actually, that's a, that's great for two reasons. One, because he's not my problem anymore, and he would have wished that he made the trade. This person in our league, but then two, because he's on the Steelers and fuck the Steelers. Right. Yeah. So, and he, I, I don't. I don't want to say he's going to suck, but I do have reason to believe I am not very as high on Najee Harris. You're not bullish. No, no, yeah, you're kind of bearish. And the reason being is that offensive line has declined. They just lost their all-pro center in Pouncey. Um, their offensive line coach, who they had three years ago, has like he he hasn't been there for three years, and they have been on steady decline every year since. Big Ben cannot throw it like he used to. They stack the box a little bit more every single time, every single year. Um, and I don't want to, like, I'm not saying that James Conner was a world beater, but his very first year, he was pretty good. And I mean, I, I feel like it used to be anyone could run behind that offensive line. I don't think that's the case anymore. Najee's going to have to work a lot harder to put up numbers like that. Everyone's expecting. I just don't know if I'm willing to pay that price in a lot of leagues to get him. Speaking of James Conner. I'm a little worried about James Conner. Not super worried. Again, super bullish on Edmonds, but just he the fact has, that they like paid him. Yeah, they paid him. Yeah. He, in the depth chart, he is running back too. He is the yep. backup. But I mean, he at the top of his game, he was good. He well, was and there's good. and there's two things to be said there. I mean, you can't go into uh, you cannot go into an NFL season with only one running back. Like that's right. just oh, it's you suicide. have to have just yeah. But, I mean, it, it does, and obviously, as a team, you want the best players possible. If James Conner's the guy that you think is the best player possible there for you, then I'd say go for it. Um, but I do think there is a possibility that James Conner goes out there and has some goal line work. He's going to snipe that away from uh, your boy, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. He, this ha- this Hawks trade- 76ers game, just by the way, getting real fucking close. Is it? 85-89. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh Philly's leaving winning the series 2 to 1. Yes. So they could I mean, if the Haw- Hawks win it though. I mean they tie it up. I like Trey Young. Let's see. Clippers play tonight at 9. I yeah, I need the Clippers to win. I need them to tie the series back up. <laughs> I've already made my prediction, so I Man, I, need- I miss Luka. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're if they were playing anyone else, you'd say the exact same thing, but they were playing the Clippers. Yeah, it's true. Um, I just love Kawhi. I, I love yeah, Kawhi. I, mean, I want Kawhi to succeed. I want Kawhi to succeed. What does that make me a bad guy? Huh? No. What's that about? Not a bad I, guy at all. Speaking of Luka, Andrew, I cannot wait for the day that I get my behind-the-back top shot moment. Dude, of same. I cannot wait to get that shit off my lap. <laughs> It's just sitting now, there collecting dust. Now, I, I mean, you'll forgive me for bringing this up because it's been a while since we've talked about NFTs, okay? And when uh, I say a while... It's been a while this episode, yeah. <laughs> you don't own any NFTs. That's not true. You, you, okay, you bought 
the Luca behind the yep. system, a back, which it's was for wallet. me. Well, hold on. But it was for me because of a bet. You bought it That's for true. me. So technically, yes, it's in your possession, but you don't own it because you lost the bet. So Well, I mean, let's going, let the courts decide that. Okay. Well, it's all on air. So the bet, too. The bet, I mean, I don't want to go back through all the fucking episodes and figure out what episode it was and what we were betting on because I fucking have no idea at this point. But you lost the bet and you had to buy the Luca. So it begs the question, Andrew, when are you going to buy an NFT of your own for yourself? So um, that's actually a really good question. I, I am personally like... Unless something really, really cool comes along, but right now I am reserving my NFT virginity for uh, <laughs> NFL, NF, NFL NFTs. Okay. I mean, it's, NFL it's around the corner. NFTs. It's got to be. It's got to be. I know. It's got to be soon, right? And I'm hoping that it is before the season. Like, that would be the prime time to snap for that. Um, That's that's kind of what I'm waiting for. That's going to be such a fucking frenzy, dude. Like, I know. That's, I mean, you like think the Pasha think was about, big? Like, the beast quake you're thinking obj's catch uh on oh monday night God. football you're thinking um fucking the helmet catch all that kind of shit i just because they didn't do this with top shot they only started minting the moments that happened once the company was formed right. so i don't know what they're gonna do with all these great highlights in the nba vault that really should be on nfts it should well, be on the blockchain to me, what they should do is they should hold special yearly events and be like, this is the yearly pack. And it's like, these are the three events that or the three like moments that are you are uh, able to capsules. potentially get. Yes. And do it like Disney vault style. That would be tight. That would be, and that would be because smart. I'm assuming because I mean, NBA has to own that content, right? It's yeah, not like they don't own that content. So and if it's NBA content, they should be doing, uh, you know, time vault time capsule thing where we're going back in time and you see mj's game-winning shot you know right or like lebron's the, the dunk. tongue out dunk or yeah right. lebron's or like Le- off the backboard dunk or yeah but i was actually thinking the lebron's block in the finals oh where yeah he like hustles by back. james yes and then ray allen's three in the corner yeah there's like oh, and steph curry's like 100 threes from the logo I saw I saw a meme uh, the other day. It was kind of funny. It was just a dude like staring at a TV screen, and like you see the screen like reflecting light into his face, and he's crying. And it just says, uh, "Hearing what's his name yell bang for not your team." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Kawhi too. Kawhi hitting the three from the oh from the corner, yeah, that'd dude. be huge. And it like bounces up and then back in. That was the year the the Raptors won it all. Shaq breaking the backboard. She oh Shaq making his only three his <laughs> yeah that'd be such a great <laughs> NFT dude <laughs> yeah I own Shaq's only made three uh three pointer <laughs> uh, dude or like uh any time that uh what's his name uh tried to fight anybody well, I can't think of his name green hair Meadow, Meadow, oh Ron uh Ron Ar- no not Ron, I almost said Ron Artest I'm thinking of Metal World Peace Ron Artest when he the Malice oh, yeah, in the yeah. Palace when he fought the fans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. No, I'm talking about uh. You're talking about Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. I could. I fucking huge brain. The snow cone. Dennis Rodman. Just anytime he tries to fight somebody, I would love that NFT. Dude's a bad boy, and he's also very good friends with Kim Jong Un. Uh, Allegedly, yeah, he's a spy sleeper agent. I think so. It only makes Uh, sense. I hope so. 
Dude, he's like, ah, I want to go to Vegas. And you got you to gotta talk to Jordan. Jordan's like, you get 48 hours. <laughs> he's gone for three days. No call. No email. Partying with Denise Richards. Fucking, yeah. And Carmen Electra. Oh, yeah. it's Car- Is it Carmen Electra? It is Carmen Electra. She has the thing where she's like, Michael Jordan knocks on her hotel room door, walks in. She, he's yelling at Dennis Rodman. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> and then Michael says, I got the flu. I don't feel oh, so my- good. Yeah, no shit. Uh, uh, Bitcoin is over 40,000 again. Yeah, it's climbing. Uh, Ethereum's not climbing it. like that, though. That's okay. They're not, they're not, they're not. Uh, they don't follow each other that way. No, I know, but I mean, like sometimes, like you get a little bit of that hop just because everyone's like, "Ooh, crypto." I did sell, as we're talking about, uh, just the fucking ape market. Uh, I did sell GameStop. I sold it all. Oh, finally for a profit for for a nice little profit. Uh, I just I have other plays, and <laughs> I just get, don't got to be liquid. I just listen. No, I've already spent it. I've already made the plays. But oh god. But I got in around the early 200s and I sold, uh, I think around 280. So I could have, see, here's the thing. I could have sold when it was 320 and even made more of a profit, but I got a little greedy and I didn't listen to, here's, are you going to listen to stock 101 from someone who just doesn't know anything? Set a price. And once the stock, this is for anything, for NFTs, for anything you're trading, when what you're selling and buying, when you're what you're trading goes above the sell price, goes above that certain threshold, have a number in your head, okay? Whatever it is, once it goes above that threshold, fucking pull the trigger, yeah, take and some just risk be happy off. Happy with it. Yeah, I had it in my head. I said three. I think I said three ten. I said three ten is the number, and it climbed to three twenty four. I remember, and I was like, it can keep going. It can keep going. I know it can. And what happened? It went back down and it went back down and then it went under 310 and then it went to like the 290s and I was like, fuck it, I need to sell. And by the time I got all my shit together, it was like in the 280s and yeah. I still made some profit, but I could have made even more if I just listened to that fucking rule. Well, and that's the thing too, like people like you you and I who like watch stuff and like we're kind of paying attention, but it's not really like our full focus, like we aren't doing this like we're not we didn't buy gamestop and buy uh amc and all this shit because we did the research we just read some other guys research. <laughs> you know what i mean so like sometimes Deep you fucking just value <laughs> right right so you just gotta look at it sometimes and go this is gambling i'm 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 taking a win right now and if it goes higher fuck me i guess but i like when i sold amc i sold it for a profit yeah i mean i could have made like I could have made an extra more. five, six grand. Well, five <laughs> or six grand more. But I mean, I mean, it's like when you look back at it, I don't go. Well, at least I didn't fucking eat a loss. That's true. Profit is profit. Um, bigger profit is obviously better than smaller profit, but profit is profit. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh, did you want to talk about the French Open? Oh no. Well, Joker won. <laughs> did he? I actually I didn't yes, watch. It. Did. I know he's playing the Greek guy. He, the Greek yeah. guy. He actually lost the first two sets and then reverse swept. I did see that actually. I, I saw the final box score. I didn't mm-hmm. watch the game. The I, match. And I want to say that he that is his 18th, and now he is only one back from Federer and Nadal. The UEFA Euro Championship 2020. Is that a question? It's basic. Well, no, but 
uh, it is the quarterly. Well, what is it? What is it when it's every four years? It's not quarterly, is it? That doesn't really uh, make sense. No, it's not quarterly. It's Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, annual, <laughs> o- the uh, Olympic annual uh, tournament uh, for soccer, UEFA Euro 2020, uh, that got postponed because of COVID, uh, is going on right now. And so, maybe you heard about it. Uh-huh, there I was think I a, Denmar- a Danish player. Uh, Eric Christensen. Uh, I actually have him in my ultimate team for FIFA, believe it or not. Okay. It's, uh, oh, wait, wait. Is he no, okay? No. Christian Eriksen. I don't even know his fucking name, and he's on my team. Uh, Christian Eriksen had a cardiac arrest on the pitch uh, over the weekend. He is in stable condition now, but it was scary at the time. They had to do CPR, Andrew. They had I, to do dude. CPR on the field to resuscitate him. I heard about this. I didn't do a lot of research, but I mean, that's just insane. Like, did they say what happened? Like, what it was? No, just that. Uh, th- no, I don't think they really know. It was a cardiac arrest. He's only 29. Uh, he plays for Inter Milan. Really good player. Uh, like I said, I have him on my FIFA Ultimate team. He's solid. Solid center. Uh, He's center midfielder. Solid. Se- solid center midfielder. Okay. And sure. uh, I don't know what this means for his career. I hope that he can continue playing. I don't know if this is a, a lingering thing. Like what's his name? Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, who had like that heart issue and then had to retire from the NBA. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But know, that, that is insane. But let's move on to some good news. Slovakia with the upset today. Beat Poland two to one. Oh, congratulations! I know that Thank means you. a lot to you. Thank you. I didn't watch the game, so <laughs> but I will be watching uh, France and Germany play tomorrow. That's going to be a really good game. That's at two p.m. I actually am excited about that. Uh, and then the Olympics. When are the Olympics? The Olympics are coming. I think up. no. I think they're postponing. I don't fucking. I don't know. Do Maybe mean? now they're not. Well, the what do you mean the Olympics are coming up? Like the yeah, next it one, twenty third. Starts July twenty third. What are you? And this is the one. About? These are the ones in Japan. Yeah, Tokyo. Oh, okay. I I didn't know if they were postponing. I remember there was a lot of back and forth. Like obviously, like seven months ago, about whether they were going to even do them because of the state of things. And Japan was in a really bad spot, like COVID wise, at the time. I don't know how they've recovered. Um, I but I guess if they're having them, they're having them. They're having them. Uh, we're not even going to talk about the 1940s, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. It's all behind us. It's all in the past. We're just looking forward to the future as one. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't, what do you want me to say to that? Well, what what is your take on... On, on Pearl Harbor? <laughs> is that what you're asking me about? <laughs> not Pearl Harbor, just the aftermath. <laughs> The aftermath, I think that two was maybe excessive. <laughs> oh my god. I think two dude. might have been a little much. What fat boy and little little Joe? Little man. <laughs> oh god. Uh, oh man. Um but it's all behind us now. It's all That's what us. I hear. That's from, <laughs> so. from recent events I've heard that that is behind us. Have you have you ever watched Robot Chicken? I love Robot Chicken. There's a really funny really funny inappropriate skit called little hitler uh, uh of course and, there is 
Have you seen it? I'll send you the link. Oh, I, I'm, here's the thing. I bet I have because I've seen a lot of Robot Chicken, but I cannot recall a lot. Like, oh, Robot Chicken is one of those things where I remember, <laughs> like, do you remember you fell asleep as a kid watching, like, Cartoon Network or something? Yeah, you wake up and, and it's Adult and then you Swim. Wake, yeah, and it's, or it's like, it's Tom from Toonami, like, and you're watching a bunch <laughs> of fucking animes on. And you're just, and you're like nine years old. And you're like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> it's almost similar to like falling asleep watching like SpongeBob and something, and then you wake up and it's Nick and Night, and you it's see George, George Lopez. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> why is this? Why is this strange why is this man so on TV? Fucking loud, <laughs> George. Um, but anyway, it's a really funny skit called <laughs> Little Hitler. It's basically. All of, you know, like the dictators back in like the 1940s are little kindergarten, okay? And they're all in like preschool together. And little Hitler's like, 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 like taking desks and like making his own little like large <laughs> desk. It's really funny. And then you have like this really cool kid in the corner and he's just like, uh, whatever, not my problem. It's, it's like USA. He's got a USA shirt on. Yeah. And then this little, <laughs> this little Japanese kid runs by him and spills his juice box on him and then he's like now it's my problem (laughs) yeah yeah it's absolutely hysterical and it's just so great it was peak adult swim peak robot chicken there's also a TikTok that I saw like two, maybe two months ago, and it's just like all it is is uh, people playing some plane flying video games, like and like uh, what is it, Battlefield, and he's like, we can completely handle the U.S. military, and he's like, we shot some boats, you dropped the sun on us twice. <laughs> That's really fucking inappropriate, Andrew. Oh, it's terribly inappropriate, but it's no, just like, like I, yeah, speaking I'm gonna have of, to bleep uh, that out. I'm gonna have to. Bleep no, that out. no, but we yeah, did drop dude, the I sun can't on them bl- twice. What? We did drop the sun on them twice. <laughs> uh, you know what else we dropped on them? Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Fuck. <laughs> Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's gonna feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Summers and wave runners, chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. Valentino summers and wave runners, chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious, it's ominous. Garages, the Phantom, Goose, Ghost, and Goblins, Blonde Mohawk, the collection. I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling will he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling will he ever get. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. Every time I come around your city bling bling. 
time to hit the showers because baths are for babies.